June 12th, the source of our strength, 2 Chronicles chapter 26. After King Jehoshaphat and his son, there were a series of kings in Judah that ranged from mixed to bad for the nation. God's temple and the line of David were preserved, but that's about all you can say about them. Three of the kings, Ahaziah, Joash, and Amaziah, and an evil queen, Athaliah, did not even merit mentioning in the genealogy of Jesus, as recorded in the first chapter of Matthew. It was as if they were not even there in God's record of the regal line of Jesus Christ. And re- reading from that, Matthew 1, Asa begot Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat begot Jehoram, and Joram begot Uzziah. Matthew 1, verse 8, New King James Version. The next significant king to reign in Judah was King Uzziah, and God would bless his faithfulness in many ways. Uzziah built up the strength of the nation, defeating their enemies all around, and was gifted with much personal strength and widespread fame in the process. Unfortunately, as so often happens with success, he began to forget the true source of his strength and started to believe that it had come from himself. Uzziah began to be puffed up with pride and to oppose God and his faithful priests, perceiving himself to be above these. As a result, he received a strong dose of correction from the Lord, which dealt with his egregious misconception and inflated ego. Despite these shortcomings, Uzziah's reign lasted an amazing 52 years. It was not only a time of great growth and prosperity for Judah, it was also a time when God began to send prophetic messengers about the coming kingdom of God and its Messiah, Jesus Christ. These prophets and their writings make up an important section of the Old Testament. The books of Isaiah, Hosea, Amos, and Micah foretold many things about the coming of Christ and also tell us some of what will happen when Jesus returns. The book of 2 Chronicles records the rise and fall of Uzziah. As king, he started out with great faith in the Lord, and God continually blessed him, making him ever greater throughout the region. Reading from 2 Chronicles 26, He sought God in the days of Zechariah the prophet, who had understanding and divisions of God, and as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. God helped him against the Philistines, against the Arabians who lived in Gerbael, and against the Maonites. Also the Ammonites brought tribute to Uzziah. His fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt, for he became exceedingly strong. He dug many wells, for he had much livestock, both in the lowlands and in the plains. He also had farmers and vine dressers in the mountains and in Carmel, for he loved the soil. That's 2 Chronicles 26, verse 5, 7 through 8, and 10. God showered Uzziah with divine favor, covering every aspect of his life. His nation grew strong and prosperous, and he accumulated wealth and fame, earning the respect of neighboring nations as he continually prevailed against them. King Uzziah really seemed to enjoy his rule, savoring the experience and blessings as he watched his land bring forth its agricultural fruits. But ultimately, all of this success began to have a negative effect on Uzziah. He began to consider himself above the law, even God's most sacred laws. Reading from Second Chronicles 26, but he was, but when he was strong in his heart, but when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction, for he transgressed against the Lord his God by entering the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. 2 Chronicles 26, verse 16. Unfortunately, Isaiah became proud in his heart and assumed he was qualified to handle holy articles. As others have found out before him, God takes the handling of the holy elements of his temple very seriously. 
On multiple occasions, people have died for mishandling the Ark of the Covenant, approaching it without God's authority or in a profane manner. Those holy, these holy elements represent the purity of heaven, and without the proper covering of a sin sacrifice, no human being can approach the divine, not even a successful king. In the Old Testament, this sin covering was temporarily provided through the ritual sacrifice of bulls and goats. While today, all believers are free to approach God, covered in his righteousness by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, a covering which they were given when they received him into their hearts. When King Uzziah's priests saw him begin to offer the incense in the temple, they were horrified. They knew what would happen what had happened when people did similar things in the past, and they boldly opposed him, telling him to stop what he was doing immediately. And reading from Second Chronicles 26, And they withstood King Uzziah and said to him, It is not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord, but for the priests, the sons of Aaron, who are consecrated to burn incense. Get out of the sanctuary, for you have trespassed. You shall have no honor from the Lord God. Then Uzziah became furious, and he had a censer in his hand to burn incense. And while he was angry with the priests, leprosy broke out on his forehead before the priests in the house of the Lord, beside the incense altar. At Second Chronicles 26, verse 18 and 19. Because of his pride and sinful act, Uzziah's glorious and successful reign over Judah came to a sudden and inglorious end. No longer was he the center of attention, presiding over so many blessings God had given the land. Now he was forced to retreat from the limelight into isolation because of his leprosy, and he remained there for the rest of his days. King Solomon, another man given every blessing from God at the beginning of his reign, only to lose it in the end due to idolatry and sin, has summarized the problem this way in Proverbs 16. Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. That's Proverbs 16, verse 18. We do not have to be kings or great financial successes to find ourselves puffed up with pride at times, with a feeling of superiority or entitlement over others. Pride can crop up in our hearts any time that God gives us a blessing or an advantage that we perceive others have not had. How quick it can happen for us to begin to take personal credit for some good thing that God has sent our way. When these feelings pop up, it is often helpful to remember an attitude of thankfulness and appreciation for what God has given us, and to remember that we do not deserve any of it. Gratitude is the antidote for so many things, not only pride, but self-pity, fear, anxiety, and doubt. It fans the flames of love and humility in our hearts and gives us a renewed dependence upon God and strengthens our spiritual connection with our fellows. Gratitude reinforces our faith and helps us to remember the true source of our strength, the Lord. Reflection, reading from 1 Corinthians 8, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. 1 Corinthians 8, 1, English Standard Version. What are you grateful for today? Let us pray. Lord, thank you for the countless gifts you have provided for us. Each morning we awaken in your loving presence with the hope that our struggles are in your hands and can relax and enjoy this day's journey under your care. We claim your blessing and protection for us and our loved ones throughout this day. Help us to stay right-sized in our attitudes towards ourselves, others, and you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And have a beautiful, blessed day in the Lord today.